Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to Mum's The Word, the parenting podcast. I'm Kelsey Parker and I'm your host for this week. So, guys... Over the half term, we decided to take the children to Cornwall by train. I know what you're thinking. Are we mad? Yes, we are. We took three under the age of four and one baby to Cornwall by the train. And it was very, what's the word, eventful. We made it there in one piece and we had the most amazing holiday. But yeah, you know, sometimes guys, you put yourself out there and you can actually do it. And we did it. So this episode, we are focusing on homeschooling. And today we are joined by my good friend, Coral Golding. She is into wellness, fashion, and is also a travel blogger. Coral made the decision to homeschool both her children and says once they had decided to do it, it was like a massive weight had been lifted off her shoulders. Thank you for joining me and welcome to Mum's The Word. So tell me, you know, everybody wants to know about homeschooling. Yeah, it's a hot topic at the moment, isn't it? Hot topic! (laughs) One, how did you do it? What made you decide to do it? I've got so many questions for you. I mean, it was never my original intention, my daughter go to school. So we didn't kind of off the bat decide for her to start homeschooling. So we then went along to her open day and I met the teacher and it honestly just didn't feel right in my gut. And I left feeling really confused about what to do. And she just felt really young at the time. And then I went away and my dad said to me, she doesn't have to actually go to school and it just opened up the whole world of homeschooling to me and I just looked into everything did loads of research um, and saw that there was loads of homeschool groups locally and there was a massive community in Brighton so so that was when she was four yes you looked at the school so when did you actually like start doing the educational side of things because I guess really you don't actually have to be in school Till you're five? No, no, exactly. But she she was four, but she is a September baby. So she, oh, so technically from, yeah, yeah, so from the September. Because Aurelia's not. Aurelia's obviously not five until the end of June. Because oh, I've, she's got... when's her birthday? She's June the 30th. Oh, so she's so, like a young, what so Sophie yeah, is as well. She's yeah. young. So even now, she's got a modelling job. Okay. But I obviously have to get a licence for her and she's got to take a few days off school. But when I went in, they were like, well, legally, she doesn't have to be here till she was five. I know you have to get a licence, but she doesn't actually have to go to school until she's five, does she? No. 
I mean, she was really ready to go to school. But I'm so interested yeah. with homeschooling. Okay. And I do feel like, I don't know, I don't know if they'll get to a point where I would pull the kids out and do the homeschooling, but it's definitely something I'm interested in. And obviously people, you know, you're going to get the same questions, aren't you? That people go, oh, well, where do they socialise? Literally the biggest question, my most asked question is about socialisation, but they... Are, I mean, ask any of my friends who have met them and they're literally like... The well, I know the girls. Yeah, well, the yeah, girls. exactly. You've met them and they're bubbly, chatty, confident kids. But also they go to a lot of groups and we have a lot of meetups. So it's not just them at our kitchen table. I think that's the biggest misconception about homeschooling is, is that it's you and your children sat down with books, 8am, 9am, starting you know, school for the day, but that is not the case whatsoever. Like we're out and about in the real world, mixing with other adults, mixing with other kids. Like they have friends over all the time and they're making up dances or they do groups together. They're always socializing. I actually think more so than you would be in school because... Well, saying that, Aurelia goes to a really big school. Oh, so does she? she goes to like the biggest school in Europe, I think. So oh, it's wow. six classes per year with 30 kids in each class. So oh her gosh. school is massive. And how does she, does she love it? She loves it, oh. but she's really confident, isn't she? So she yeah. literally goes around, she knows everyone. Like she'll go, oh, that person's from class 19. That person's from there. Like she is me as a child. Like, and growing up and now, even now, I'll like walk around my area and I'll know people because I went to school with them because the school's so big You're for You're very everyone. bubbly and confident. I feel like you yeah. know everybody, don't you? Though? I know yeah. everyone. <laughs> If I don't, <laughs> no, I, I do know a lot of people and I am bubbly. So school was great for me. But looking back, I would have probably liked the homeschooling because I think there's certain elements of when you're at school, you know, for me, that actually sitting at the desk. I actually saw someone, I think it must have been Brooke Vincent that put it up yesterday or someone and it was like, a kid in the class so I've had to move your daughter because she's talking to the person next to them this was me as a child so <laughs> so I moved I moved your daughter next to the teacher she then started talking to the, the teacher, teacher. <laughs> like that was me as a child like I couldn't sit there and be quiet yeah but I don't actually think kids are necessarily especially from a young age they're necessarily meant to yeah do you know what I mean so what does a week look like for the girls so no week is exactly the same but roughly on a Monday and a Tuesday, they do always go to their kind of home ed school, which is nine to five, Monday to Tuesday. And that is run by ex-primary school teachers who saw, not necessarily faults, but they saw things that could be improved within the education system. And they tried to make changes and they saw within the system they couldn't do anything. It's like it's all legislative. You know, they can't make changes. It's really difficult. So they took a step back and they started the Imaginarium, which is like project-based learning where... It's all ages and there's no testing or anything like that. But they go and it means they're with their friends and they're learning about the world. But And with teachers, with qualified teachers. So they do that on a Monday and a Tuesday. They also have piano on a Tuesday. Then Wednesday, Ava has a maths tutor. Then she they do Aikido. Then she does private What's singing. Aikido? It's like a martial art. Oh. Yeah, but it's really good actually. So they talk a lot about mindfulness and meditation within that. So it's not like karate or any of those kind of martial arts it's more defensive and how to stay calm in a situation which I think in this day and age is really important yeah yeah so they do that and then Ava has singing and dance and then Thursday they have tutor art gymnastics 
But then, no, like gymnastics, is that an after school? No, so this is a home ed group. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is really good. So I feel like there's a lot of places now that are kind of catering more to the home ed community because also there's a gap in the market for businesses. If you think of like a gymnastics club, what are they doing all day? They've got this big open space. They might as well fill it with, you know, home It's great though, so you get everything done during... Yeah, the but day. then I'm a taxi driver. Like, obviously not fully, but I'm taking them round to groups all the time. But yeah. it means that they're, yeah, you do get everything done during the day as well. Because I guess that's what parents would feel, that, you know, I drop my kids off at half eight yeah. and they come out at three. Yes. I get to do other stuff during the day. If, if someone went down the home ed route, yeah. You are sacrificing a bit of... Do you feel like you could work and do home ed? Yeah, definitely. I know loads of parents that do. And the thing is, you just... Because there are a lot of groups, you can, for example, on the Monday and a Tuesday, they're there all day, you know, longer hours than they would be at school. But then also you just kind of navigate it and communicate with other home ed mums. So I'll take one of Ava's friends for the afternoon and then vice versa. So you all just kind of help out, I suppose, and then take them out for the afternoon you know, go to the library or wherever you end up going. So you have built a community. Yeah. And there's, a, I mean, we're really fortunate in Brighton. There's a massive homemade community. And I'm not even a massive part of it because I'm not one of those like really social mums that goes and like, I, I do make an effort, but I'm also, I just kind of do my own thing as well. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we've got our friends, but then, yeah. So the girls absolutely love it. What, would, what are well, their they, thoughts in school? Do they ever go to you? Oh, why don't I go to school? Like, Well, Ava, neither of them ever did and they were really happy to homeschool. But now Ava's, because she would be due to start secondary in September and she's asking a lot of questions about it. And I've always said, if they ever ask to go to school, obviously I'll let them. So I don't know. I don't know what the future holds Well, you're like, her. Ava, you need to let me know because I've got to reply for school. Yeah, 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 of course. But I also feel like we she's, just figure it out. Yeah. But would you go down the private route or then would you go... Because again, again, I guess if you go down the private school route, it's a bit more open. I mean, obviously state schools are quite... I just... My only concern with... I went to a big state school and I got really bullied and that's one of my Do you concerns. think that's why as well that that didn't feel right school for you? I don't know whether that's... A, I, because I didn't just have a negative... You know, I don't only have negative also, memories of school. Who is bullying you? Girls in the year above. Oh, honestly, there were so, so many. Honestly. She's, just, she's so beautiful. Look at her. Look at that beautiful face. She hates it. <laughs> yeah, I think if she went to a state school, because she's quite naive, because she isn't in the school system, she's not kind of used to lots of kids around her. I don't know if she would find it quite intimidating going to a big school because she's not used to that. Yeah, she's, like she's quite innocent and naive for her age. I think she would be like, "What?" The well, heck? I guess when you—that's when you sort of learn, don't you? Because yeah. when you go to school, you are having all walks of life, aren't you? I guess. Like, yeah, which she you, does also have in the homemade community. I know it's not all walks of life, but there's t- a total mix of kids. Because some people say that as well. They think that it's just one type of person that home educates, but it's really not the case. But like not to be like judgmental, but people are, we know we live in a a society. Really, I guess people would not think that you would look like someone who would home educate their kids. Do you know what I mean? Honestly, that is... Do people say that to you? Yeah. Because I I I do don't look like the average. And what is the average? No, I I know this. Yes. What what are you meant to look like to home ed? Like I feel so many different 
thoughts about home education and I'm really interested, like I said, but for me, it's the, my kids, <laughs> this sounds terrible, doesn't no, it? No, no, no. You know, my kids are then at school from half eight till three and I know that they're there and I know that they're, they're studying. But for me, it's even... It's a, it's a massive thing that you don't then have to think about and you know that they're being looked after and you know that they're learning. So it's one thing, but she's especially re- within... Yeah. She's a reception. So she's not really, like, she's Playing. having fun. And yeah. when I just went to her parents' evening, they said she likes to work her way around every activity and she's very interested in reading. But I feel like Aurelia will struggle when it comes to sitting down and concentrating and also the pressure. I feel like that's, yeah. it, for me, it was the pressure of school. Yeah, I think that's like times one thing. tables. Yeah. Have you gone home and done your homework? And, and it's just memorising. I know someone, actually. Um, their child goes to a French school here. Yeah. And it's like rated like one of the best schools in our area. They don't have homework. There's no wow. homework. And for I me, I think that's brilliant. Yeah. Because Aurelia, Net- and I do talk about Bodhi, obviously, but we're not at that stage yet of him being like into school. Yeah. But... That my kids do so many different activities. I bet they do, yeah. So every night of the week, we're here, there and everywhere doing like a taxi service. Yeah. <laughs> like, mine is Mondays. I'm literally back and forth from the gymnastics club, football here, there. But she's not going to actually have time for homework because for me, I feel it's important for her to do her dancing and everything. But I don't understand why we're still doing homework at schools. Yeah. No, I don't. And I also think... That I saw something the other day and it really resonated with me. And it said that if your child is failing at maths but amazing at tennis, I would hire a tennis coach rather than a maths tutor because it's like, why not find that energy and put that energy into something that your child is amazing at already and then they're going to grow rather than something that they're ne- never going to be interested in that. Do I use any of what I learned from maths? I mean, obviously the basics, but we have a calculator in our pockets now. Do you know what I mean? And, so, and you know um, what? <laughs> that is so funny because someone said to me the other day, it's not like you're going to, your teachers used to say when we were at school, you don't, yeah. You won't be walking around with a calculating pocket. Guess what? And we've got, we an, do. Yeah, and we've got an encyclopedia. We have everything yeah. now. So, and, and at schools, you know, they now do that no one can be a winner. So when you're doing sports day and you're doing these things that other people will excel at, they can't no longer excel because you can't have a winner. Why no. Why can't someone be a winner? Because you are good at running. You can be the winner of that race. Yeah. Like you are the top of the class at maths. So you are the winner at maths. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. they, they still do the table scheme of the top. Top groups and everything. Yeah. yeah. So we're doing that. But yet for other things, we can't. Yeah, and I just think then that stays with you, that element of like the top group. Like I was never in the top group at maths and that has stayed with me. So I always say I'm rubbish at maths and I have no interest in pursuing anything to do with maths. So why would I then waste so much of my energy and time when I could have focused on something that I was really good at? Like I excelled in art and drama, but I could have had so much more time to spend on those things and become much better at them than the things that I'm not that interested in. And I'm not saying you don't need to cover the basics of that because I believe you do to get through life life in the Western world, like 100%. But, but what, there's you know. things like writing an invoice or paying your mortgage. Yeah, but I didn't learn that at school. Did no, you? no, this one's yeah. saying. You, we didn't learn these things at school, but they're quite key things, like yeah. how to save your money, how does a mortgage work, how do interest rates work. I'm still getting my head around that now, because for me, Same. <laughs> Tom did all that, and now it's like I'm, I'm having to figure that out for me, because yeah. I guess I met Tom at 19 and was like, right, you're in charge, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you're not told how to write an invoice. I have young girls that come and work for me at K2K and we're like, oh yeah, can you just invoice us? They're like, 
What does an invoice look like? Yeah, I remember Googling. Your tax return. Yeah, but tax. I honestly just had to Google everything. The Motherkind podcast explores how to feel happier, more confident and empowered in your motherhood, even in our world of pressure, judgment and comparison. I'm your host, Zoe Blasky, and every week I speak to an incredible expert to share actionable steps and powerful lessons to living your life as a mother with more joy and unapologetic confidence. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, just search Motherkind. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. What are the girls most interested in? Ava is performing arts, 100%. Like, she she wants to eventually go to some form of drama school. So maybe she'll do that when she's a little bit older, I Why don't know. Why don't you audition her now for somewhere? This is I like, don't know. Yeah, if she's interested and she wants to go to school, audition her for Sylvia Young. There we go, that's it. Ava's but, um, to but Sylvia Yeah, not homeschooling anymore. Yeah. <laughs> she's off to Sylvia's. Yeah. There's other uh, theatre art schools that you can look into. I can't just say Sylvia yeah, no. Young. But, you know, there's loads out there. For me, that was the best thing. I did go to performing arts school because oh, did you? I had an interest at 11... I needed to go oh, so somewhere. So that's the age that you went for. I thought it was from like 14 that you could go to no, somewhere. No, I went at okay, 11. That's interesting. But that was the perfect place for me to go to. That was my home. That was my like place where I wasn't going to get into trouble. Because again, I wouldn't have been able to. But you had you were passionate about it though, weren't you? And I think that's thing. why I'm so mixed about the 
home education. Yeah. Because I really would love to do it, but I feel like I need to do a lot more research into it. Yeah, I mean, I was thrown into the deep end with it. I, as I say, yeah, I didn't, didn't... Into, I didn't plan to do it. So all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're just going to take on this whole new project. But that felt really liberating and exciting to all of a sudden take a step back. And what did your husband back. feel? No, he was not up for it. He went to like a really top private school and he was just like, nah. But then all of a sudden I talked him into it and now he's like the biggest advocate and he goes around saying how proud he is and how he believes in home education. And then what about... Obviously, your dad said he, she doesn't need to be there. Yeah. What about his parents? How did they feel? Were they a bit like... Unfortunately, he lost his mum, so she wasn't around when we made that decision, and his dad is the most placid guy going, so he didn't really... Because I bet it would be quite hard if you didn't have, like, grandparents on board. Yeah, and my mum oh, wasn't well, that... I've got to do some running around. It's funny, because my mum wasn't, like... She wasn't not on board, but she just thought it was a massive decision for us to make, and she was like, you're playing with your child's future here like it's not just something a decision that you make overnight and then now again she sends me reels all the time of like things that she's seen about how great homeschooling is and stuff so I think a lot of people then come around to it when they see the freedom that the kids have and how happy and grounded they are so do you not actually teach the children so we do with certain things, <laughs> but the Coral, certain... I, that's where I would be. <laughs> there is certain... You're saying of... you're not good at maths and no. then you're having to do the maths because this is why no, I'm that's dreading why the homework. Ha- that's why we have tutors for maths and English because I just want them to know the basics. Like I don't need them to be A-star students unless they want to be and then we will focus on that more. But neither of them have shown a massive interest in maths and English, but I do think they're subjects that you need to know the kind of bare minimum in to get by. So that's why they have tutors, because I'm definitely not confident in those topics. And I guess that's like a little less stress off you as well, having a tutor come in. Yeah, definitely. Because recently um, the tutor actually said that Ava was up to date and up to speed with her peers, which is amazing considering she has an English tutor once a week, you know. Which is really good. It's like, because our kids are going to be doing it every single day, aren't they? Yeah, well, they say, I saw something the other day and it said about the power of two hour learning. So within home education, you can actually cram in what you would learn in a day into two hours because they get a one-on-one tuition, whether that be with you, whether that be with a tutor. We're constantly having conversations about the world and they're not having to sit and wait for an answer that may, may never get answered. Well, yeah, because now thinking like, you know, Array is in a class full of 30 kids. Some kids are going to be super intelligent and love learning and want to learn. But then you're also going to have them kids in the class that are a little bit oicky and muck mm-hmm. around. So it is really hard. I remember even being in... You look back now, don't you? That when you're in the class and you think, oh, I feel really sorry for the kids that were super intelligent. And I just actually... F'd around. I was awful at school. Especially, I ended up going to a girls' school for the last two years after I was bullied. Because in year nine, I was just like, it was just not good for me. And I could see that I was like failing everything. But when I was at the mixed state school, I just fuck about my friends. So, yeah, I, again, I feel really bad for you the You feel the people. I, even in our GCSEs, I had people mucking around. And some of the, the kids that were set to get like A's and A stars came out crying their eyes out. I remember. No. Even in history. I think I was like, I, I loved history. I loved it. And I was set to get a B. And then my friend really mucked around in in the exam. I'm not going to name and chat. (laughs) Actually, do you know what we love to hear on this show is your birth stories. Okay. So how how were your births with the girls? 
They were both born in hospital. I had a few complications with, a- with Ava, but actually originally, the, I honestly feel like when I was pregnant with Ava was when I kind of started to look at parenting from an alternative way of looking at things because I always just anticipated that I would have all the pain relief. I would go to hospital and just have all the vaccines, whatever they were going to have. And then when I was pregnant, somebody kind of planted the seed in my head that if you look at us ancestrally and how women have evolved, they wouldn't have had pain relief. Like we have evolved to give birth to children. This is what our bodies are supposed to do. And it really opened my eyes to the world of just, well, just women in general. It's like, and our health. It's like, how have we done all these things without medical intervention? So I then decided to not have pain relief with Ava, but then unfortunately my placenta didn't come out so I then had to go which was really annoying because I did everything pain-free she came out and then my placenta didn't come out so then I had to go in to have an operation to have it surgically removed which was quite traumatic and then Sufi was born in the water again in hospital but because I'd had the complications they wanted me to be in the hospital environment to be safe do you feel like you would change any of that now I would 100% try and have a home birth if I could now that I feel so much more confident and again, it's like that thing of knowing what your body is made to do this. Well, it? when I say to people, I literally had gas and air with Bodhi. That was it. Like a bit of gas and air stopped, pushed him out yeah. and then didn't even have any painkillers, anything. They were like, I can't, like the, literally the midwives were like, push me round to the w- wall that I was going to have. And I was like, I can't believe that you've not even asked us for a paracetamol yet. And I'm like, wow. I'm fine. I'm fine. Like... But it's that, I think we have been conditioned, haven't we, to have all the pain relief and it's going to be painful because I did a baby shower for my friend at the um, weekend and there was three other pregnant girls there and they were this their first time, their first time mums and they were like, oh, about like the labour. And I said, trust me, the labour is nothing. The easiest part. You're this child that's not sleeping and doing other things. Like we're so focused, aren't we, on... The on, birth. on the birth and the labour and I guess now 100% I feel it, like there's not enough focus on actually what happens when you all of a sudden have a baby in your arms the whole of my pregnancy I was focused on hypnobirthing and all these different things to do with birth but not actually what I hardly read into what happens when you have a baby in your arms and literally they are either put onto the boob yeah, or whatever and then you're, and you're like, like bye you're left to go home you know <laughs> you're like what well, I've got to leave I've yeah, got to exactly. leave this place so yeah. did you ever take the girls to nursery, preschool, did they? Did you do that? Yes, so they, Ava went to a Buddhist nursery originally, which was really lovely. So they taught a lot so about mindfulness oh, right. and they practiced meditation and sung mantras. It was really lovely and they taught compassion. And How do you it, find these places? Just through word of mouth, I think. And my mum knew about, it was called the Dharma School. They unfortunately, they sadly closed. But um, my mum told me about that one. And then when she left there, she then went to Montessori nursery as well so she did that and then I thought about carrying on with Montessori education um, but she wasn't that happy there so that's then when we enrolled her into a regular school and then that's when it all kind of started really that's where it all happened yeah exactly it is funny isn't it the path that you're on like you like what you're saying like you do the whole hypnobirth and you're there you then have the baby then you don't even think about you know, it's only till now that I've got a radio at the school that you're like then looking at education and... I think some people do. Some people know even before they're pregnant what, the, you know, the, the school that their kids are going to go to and that's great, but that was just not me. I've always gone through life almost winging it yeah. and it's like all of a sudden, if something doesn't feel right in my gut, 
that's then when I make the decision. I think it's really hard when people say what about the gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Can you explain the gut feeling? I think it's intuition. Like I really do. I think whether it's regarding to your own health or what you eat or how you decide to raise your kids, if something doesn't sit right with you, you should really listen to that voice because I think we are so used to and be almost being programmed into what we're supposed to do as mothers. It's like they're born, they have this, they take that, you do this, they, they go, go here, school. they do, you know, you eat this, they every, every part of our life is kind of programmed into this system. And it's only now that I've taken a step out of it that I look at the system and I'm like, mm, it's fine for some people, but there's certain parts and certain elements of that that I don't necessarily agree with. And so I think it's quite scary as well because it's a bit of a rabbit hole. It's like when you take a step out of that, it's like the more and more you look into it, the more and more you know, just as you probably will with alternative health. Yeah. It's like the more you look into the... Well, even look, Coral, how long have I known you for now? Like... Was it three, four years? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely before Tom yeah. got sick. And obviously you were home educating then and I was a bit like, oh... I would have thought, not that you were weird, because that's not like, <laughs> that's not a nice that's word. <laughs> but you know, not weird, but being like, like, oh, as if she doesn't put her kids into school. Like, yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that yeah, sort yeah. of feeling, thinking, oh my God. And people probably listening to that would be like, why, why? Like the questions, yeah. like, I, I question. But now after everything that I've gone through with Tom, I completely get it. And yeah. that's why I keep saying that I'm really teetering and I think there'll be a point where I'll have to make that decision yeah. whether I keep Aurelia in school or take her out and I definitely know that that's going to come to me because I just know it but it's yeah. that gut going with your gut and, and I always question my gut like is it that gut feeling is it the head the yeah. head but the thing is just as you've done throughout your journey with Tom it's like you would have looked at all the options that were given to you and you went with your gut feeling on so many of the de- decisions you made. And it's only then when you start to look at the system that we're told to go down that you start breaking it apart and actually saying, I don't agree with that. So, well, you going into the school and it not feeling right, me and Tom being chucked into a position where it was the standard of care hasn't changed in 30 years. Mm-hmm. There's something else I've got to do. You having that feeling, this is not right for me and my family. But that's brave. That is really brave for you to then take that into your own hands, you know? And it is it is a massive decision when you decide to step out of the system, you know? Yeah, and it's... But it's I've, really liberating as well when you, it, you, you make those so decisions. Yeah. And also then you think, you know, I feel like we are all boxed aren't we we're Mm. all put like we're all in this box and sometimes you just have to break out of that box and if you're listening to this podcast and you feel like you know what there is a box and I need to break out of it then you need to do your research and and that's what I say with everything that research is king like you knowledge is power knowledge is power and having to go around and you know finding the right place like you said that the girls have only just started the What's it called? Imaginarium. Imaginarium. The Imaginarium. <laughs> I know. Um, they've only just it's started that. It's like something out of Willy Wonka, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> it, that's what it does actually yeah. sound like. So they've only just started that. You like, you've had to, I guess, go with your it's gut, trial but and also error, like, yeah. yeah, navigate your way. But to me, it's the same with diet. It's the same with healthcare. It's like I've tried certain things and things haven't sat right, and then I've just gone with makes the most sense to me. And I think we're all forever evolving, aren't we? Yeah. 
Exactly. Now for I me, never say I know it all. What I did for Aurelia, I've you done. You might com- not do. Yeah. No, I have done completely different for Bodhi. Oh, really? But I don't think you can have regrets, can you? You've got to be so careful because there's certain things I didn't even know with Ava and I beat myself up. But about you can't it now. because you didn't know so that hard. at that time. It's and now so you hard. have learned and I have done things differently with Bodhi. Okay. People are like, what has she done differently? Yeah. I'm like, but even, do you like, know yeah. what? Even down to, I know your kids are all different, but I've put Bodhi into like a private preschool, yeah. whereas Aurelia just went to the local preschool. But the private preschool has been so good for Bodhi. But the, the thing is, your kids are different as well. Yeah. Just as you said, with Ava going to school, it might not necessarily suit Sufi. So it's amazing that you can see that in your children and think that Bodhi needs, you know, that level of well, attention. Well, he's just, he's, his confidence has got so much better. But Aurelia could go to any preschool. And she'd be happy. And, well, yeah. she'd be running it, wouldn't she? So <laughs> <laughs> They've got to watch out at her school. She'll be running it soon. But Bodhi's not like that. So he's needed for me to guide him. And even like when he goes to clubs, mm-hmm. with Aurelia, I can literally shut the door. She's in. Bye. Like, yeah, yeah. But Bodhi, I have to, I mentor him more. Okay. Like we team talk when we're off to the club and what we're going to be doing. And, you know, you've got to be good at football today. You've oh, got to be good with Coach Alex yeah. because... Mum can't bear to sit round the edge <laughs> of the football and think, "What's my? Why is my son trying to play football with his eyes shut?" Like he was yeah, sleepwalking yeah, yeah. one week. No, was, no, pretending to sleepwalk. But he and you're like, what he's are you a doing? boundary pusher in a completely different way to Aurelia. But yeah, these kids are sent to uh, to try us and test us and learn. And but it's a, I think it's honestly such an amazing journey. Like I have evolved so much as a human since having children and I'm so grateful for that. Like when you first start, I think it's all so daunting, all the big decisions that you're going to have to make, but you just do what is right at the time. And as you said, it's like, just don't look back with any guilt because that is the worst, isn't it? You, yeah, you can't yeah. look back with guilt. No, you've you've done it. Yeah. And you can always change your mind with so, you know, not everything, but certain things you can change your mind and it doesn't have to be the way you kind of initially change your mind at any time. And I guess that's with with when your child is at school. Yeah. You know, if Ava decides to go and cut and leaves, like it doesn't really matter, does There's it? There's no harm in trying anything. Even with your career, with what you eat, it's like you don't have to label yourself as anything. Like I say that on my Instagram all the time. It's like, I am a homeschool mum and then I put organic beef tallow on my skin, but I still get my nails done and my lashes done and I, you know, I shop in organic farms, but I still get Amazon parcels. It's like you don't need to fit in this box and you don't have to say this is going to be my life forever. Just try it. And if you don't like it, what's the harm? Wow, I feel like I needed you today, Carol. I feel like that is a fantastic (laughs) bit of advice because, yeah, sometimes, you know, you need to do, you you do you. I always say you do you, yeah. You you do you, Bill. Yeah. But (laughs) it is true, isn't it? You just have to do what you're doing and focus on you and your family. Yeah, exactly. And just go with your gut. And go with your gut. And trust it. Trust that intuition. The moral of this podcast is go with your gut. And you do you. And you do you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Oh, thank you, Kelsey. Do you have a question you want me and my guests to answer? Get in touch by emailing askmumsthewordpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail on WhatsApp. Our number is 07-599-927-537 or leave it as a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you hit the subscribe or follow button so you never miss an episode. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a five-star rating. It helps others find us. And talking of spreading the news... 
please tell another person about the podcast and help us reach more people. So I've been Kelsey Parker. You can find me on being underscore Kelsey on Instagram where I'm just being me. We'll be back with another episode, same time, same place next week. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.